It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard on a Wednesday. Dennis and uh, Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. Um, and we'll cover the last two days. A lot of action last night in boys basketball. Finally, the Max Silver is solved. And we have one champion. Uh, and, and we have one champion. We, for the last four weeks, we've been talking about how we could have up to four champs. We had it narrowed down going into last night that we could only have three. Two. Because someone would well, have. All well, because of it, Madison. It, yeah, yeah, it could have it been three had there been an upset. Um, but it ended up being one because there were no upsets. Um, as, as Port here and High kind of... Uh, put an exclamation point on the second half of their game last night. But we'll get to that. Has this been a, I mean, we can talk about this more, a banner year for Port here on area schools basketball? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, because another big win for Northern, and we'll get into to that too uh, as the show goes on. But Northern and PH um, have been even better than advertised. And, and we knew Northern was going to be good. We didn't know they were going to be this good. Yeah, you can't well because we don't expect three freshmen to do what they're doing. Yeah, to to come in and play like seniors, um, and and PH, uh, you know, the they went out after a one and four start. They went out and they won their league. When's the last time both those teams won their league? I mean, we don't have to go back. It's at least since '04 because that's how long. Yeah, the that's PH how long ago it's been since PH has won its league. So then you'd have to go back to 2004 and work your way back to see. Uh, and I'm not even sure the archives keep it that far back. So, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We had some other interesting results. Marysville gave St. Clair a scare. Oh, boy, did they ever. Uh, and you saw that game, so we'll we'll get really in detail with that and more. Uh, I think we'll start ladies first on, on a Wednesday. Uh, there were a little fewer games, and, and we'll we'll get the show rolling in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garaclean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garaclean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Duraclean by Bachelor, 810 982 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Now, for a little while, we've kind of been harping on the PH girls and how they needed to get it together. And they've had two nice wins now. Uh, and, again, I, I know the the opponents they're beating. They're not beating the top teams. But they've been struggling to score, and they put 65 up on, I think it was Thursday Roseville. or Friday yeah. on Roseville. And then they had your atypical Big Reds girls basketball win, grinding Gross Point South into the ground and holding them to 20 points and beating them 34 to 20 on Monday night. So I'm encouraged by this and I'm hopeful that this can carry over here down the stretch and into the districts. Yeah, I mean they go they go 3 and 7 in Mac Red play which again you're in the Mac Red. You're yeah. playing the cream of the crop. No disrespect to other Mac teams but you know that hey, St. Clair and Marine City Half their league is roll the ball out and you win. Marysville, the bottom of that league, you just got to show up and not trip over yourself. Where Port Huron, hey, night in, night out, they're playing a tough schedule. Uh, they're battling to get above 500. That's a, that's a win they needed, if nothing else, for their psyche. So that's a nice win for them on uh, Monday. Northern played uh, Lakeview, lost 48-30. to But again, we've been talking about the Huskies. This is a young team uh and and there has been signs throughout the year that they're making the right step it's it's a process when you're freshmen last year sophomores this year they'll be juniors next year that's 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 when you should mm -hmm. see results from this team We, we we can't all be like the boys freshmen uh, in that a is normal, we'll never see again. Yeah, in a normal circumstance, they don't come in the first season and do what they're doing. Right. So, uh, yeah, maybe a slight step back. I mean, you don't want to see an 18-point loss because they have been getting better. But, again, young team, they just need to now, like you said, take this into next year because they are bringing almost everyone back. All right, Marine City needed a win. To get a share of the the title and make it an East China Stadium League, uh. <laughs> it's, it's been a actually a really good year for league titles in the MAC for us. Yes, uh, Marine City beat Frazier on Monday, forty five to thirty, and they grab a share of the MAC gold title with Saint Clair. Both teams went nine and one in leagues uh, in league, and their only losses were to each other. Right. So, all right, in, in all the MAC leagues, now that this is all settled, we have what. Four different girls' leagues, two different boys' leagues. So six leagues and five different of our area teams pick up a league title in four different leagues. It's not bad. It's pretty good, actually. I mean, granted, the silver was mainly all area teams, but they still battled with Lakeview and, and Madison. We could have been shut out of that one. Yep. So, hey, the area teams have, have pretty much represented, and in a year we weren't sure how good basketball was going to be, thinking it might be a bit of a down year. Coming away with some league titles. Yeah, uh, quite quite a few of them, uh, actually. Uh, all right, Anchor Bay over Romeo, 46-33. North Branch bounced back. Remember on Friday they were upset by uh, Algonac. Uh, they, they come back because Cass City's a good team, uh, and they beat them 48-38, to and they did it in the first quarter, Brady. Uh, I, I looked at the, the Algonac game. They were down 21-11 to at halftime in that game. So they came out sleepy against Algonac, and Algonac jumped them, and Ella Stevenson ended up scoring 19 points in a 36-33 win. North Branch came out against Cass City going, if we play like that, we're going to get embarrassed tonight, and they were ready in the first quarter. They won the quarter 12-2, to and they won the game by those 10 points because the rest of the game was a, a dead tie. Yeah, Cass City, hey, I know they're a smaller school, but I, that was in Cass City, yes. wasn't it? That's a 
That's never a really good tough place uh, to go. player that we've talked about before just because I think Sailor Cuthrell is a great name. And and uh, you've seen her in throughout the years with yeah, other she plays multiple well. sports. Um, but uh, Bailey Gormley had 14 that day and then Natasha Bickle with 10 points. Uh, and that's a very quick and nice recovery by North Branch in a situation where it would have been really easy to have a losing streak start. Let me ask you this, because it's always hard to tell with the BWAC, because especially in basketball, it can get very insular. They play each other 14 times. They basically spend two months playing no one but themselves. Where would North Branch rank among the MAC teams? Because we've seen them beat Marysville, and I'm not taking that away, but I'd like to see what they do against them now. It's a Marysville team that's found their identity. Like, where do they fall? Because they've beaten the MAC Blue champs. Where would they go? Could they compete in the blue? Could they compete in the white? What would they do against Port here on high? Because we also never got the Marysville PH game we were looking for. Yeah, it's it's a hard question to answer for a couple of reasons. Uh, and the the main one being, I haven't seen them play. Like, right. I haven't had the, that eye test. I know they're good. I've seen, I saw them play last year. I know that the girls on the team are good players, but I haven't seen them play this year, so I really don't know how they're doing it, what what they're doing that makes them so good, uh, and what would impress me about them. But but I'll say this: I don't think the that the BWAC girls basketball is as strong as it's been in years past some of the the teams are getting better. Crosslex is much better Yale is can is I say better but with Emily City isn't the same as as no. they've been like Armada's been banged up this year these were teams that I thought you know can I say rolling. the top top end is not as strong but as a whole it's better because even Richmond is improved a bit Crosslex last year was kind of a no-brainer. Algonac is still not bad. So, like, the bot, the floor has has come up. Yeah, maybe the ceiling's not as high with the BWAC, but I don't know. But I, because but I we have, never did get to see an MLA City-Marysville game the last couple yeah. of years, and that would have been a decent measuring stick to see where both sides stand. And with North Branch doing what they're doing, Hey, you can't take away the, what, 17-point win against Marysville? That's on the record. But I I don't know. I just like to see a rematch because I feel like the Marysville team has grown a lot in the last two months, and I'm sure the North Branch team has as well. Like we said, besides the Algonac game, they've been body-slamming everyone in the BWAC. So I just had that thought because they are... They are dominating, and yeah, you know what? They, they stubbed their toe pretty hard against Algonac, but give the Muskrats credit. I still think North Branch is a damn good basketball team. Uh, and, and if you're asking me, do I think North Branch could compete with Southlake, Cousineau, Lance Cruz, Chippewa Valley, Stevenson, Frazier, Roseville, Lakeshore, Clawson? Yes, I do. They're probably t- at worst top third in that those two max that you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I... I St. Clair, Marine City, Marysville, you know, I, I like these teams. I think they're good teams. I think North Branch is probably comparable to them. I was I was just curious where they'd end up because, I don't and again, know. All, all we have is that score, and North Branch did win that game, and they did win that game by a lot. Right, but Dennis, you and I both know November basketball scores hold the least amount of weight on the resume. Yeah. Just... I don't know. I guess the impressive part is, especially if some of them are volleyball players for North Branch, is they went right from winning a state title in volleyball to going to play in basketball. It's been a pretty good year to be a Lady Bronco, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to probably keep winning when softball season starts, too. They're going to be yeah, a force except, in that league. The BWAC's going to be the, well, the, BWAC's been the loaded toughest, for two years The now. toughest non-big league in the state that has all like Class B schools in it. But anyway, that that was just a little side tangent I wanted to to explore for a moment because, yeah, I, I'd like to see North Branch play Marine City. I'd like to see Yale go up against St. Clair and just get those 
those data points. Can we get an MLA City Marysville game just to see where they stand? Because yep. I think they are very comparable. All right, just two other scores from Monday for the ladies. Deckerville beat Mayville 51-7, to and New Haven Merritt beat Clintondale 36-28. to um, There were games last night as uh, well. Um, Alma beats Bad Axe. 32-23, to 23. Gracie Koenig with 12, Ava Pandern had 8, and Jesse Cotts had uh, 7. Um, I don't, the, just the, the kind of the bad axe name jumps out at you that they've had a good group of athletes going through more that so school. More so the boys right More now. so the boys that, than the girls, but it, it's like, hmm. That's not a short yeah. trip for Almont. No. How long do you think all. it takes to get from Almont to bad axe? Uh, well, you probably are going up Van Dyke until you get to bad axe. And that's going to be a long way up there. You're, you're, you at least get to stay on the same road the whole trip. Yeah, the two. But la- it's just a long way. The, the two lane road yeah. for an hour and a half. You can you can stop and get ice cream along the way, and there. Yeah, and some of those unincorporated communities <laughs> in Watertown. That's um, two streets. I don't think you get to Philly on yet. Um, you know, you wouldn't be able to stop at Pinnabog Road and. <laughs> It's probably a gas station. A couple there. metropolises between the two. A filling station there is probably what they call it up there. Uh, Crosslex beats Brown City 45-18. to uh, 18. Um, Anchor Bay beat Richmond 55-20. to 20. Sandusky gets a bounce back a win after losing to Carroll. They beat K-Pac 56-12. Morgan Taggy had 16. Helena Log had not, uh, Long had 9. Six different Lady Wolves scored at least six points in this game. So this is one of those games that Al DeMott likes. Yeah, and, you know, Morgan Taggy has another big game. And, Dennis, we were kind of talking, um, you know, just like we did with football at the end of the sp- this season, we're going to do the Blue Water Sports Media Association Players of the Year for both boys and girls basketball. And boys was decided six months ago. And the, and the <laughs> girls... It's wide decided open. Decided before the season started. It, it feels <laughs> wide open, and Morgan Taggy might have a case to why she might be the player of the year. She seems seemingly always in double digits. Her and Bailey Gormley might be in there. There's a, probably a couple from North Branch that are in that conversation, and it just it, it's going to be a really tough decision. We're going to have to probably argue over who it's going to be because there's no leader in the clubhouse right now yeah and like you mentioned taggy maybe i i can think of maybe one time maybe twice all season where she wasn't their leading scorer and you know for sure there's only been one game this year she wasn't their leading scorer and you know that if Al wanted to, he could bump pump up those numbers, and she could be scoring twenty a game. Yeah. If he was that kind of coach and wanted her to make sure she gets those accolades, averaging twenty a game, playing her up thirty five. Yeah. Which he doesn't do, and that's why you get six kids scoring six points last night, and you know everybody making a contribution. Uh, Marlette beat Memphis thirty nine to seventeen, and rounding out the girls' scores. It's a rivalry regardless. Harbor Beach, 32, Ubley, 30. That sounds like a Beach-Ubley game. Yes, it does. That, I mean, hey, they play those close games up in the thumb, uh, but Sandusky's still the leader in the clubhouse uh, with the GTC East. Yeah, everybody's chasing them, and that might be the way for a few more years. Oh, it's been that way for a, uh, a lot of years. <laughs> so, I, I mean, anything else with with the girls before we get into a loaded boys basketball slate? Yeah, uh, M- Monday will take four seconds, but uh, last night in boys basketball is going to be a conversation. So we'll get that started in just a moment. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. 
contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, some people have a, a Geiger counter. We have a Gaden counter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Gaden Muxlow with 26 on Monday night as uh, Brown City beat Otisville Lakeville 48-34. to Brady, all the kid does is score. It's yeah. all he does. He scores. I mean, part of it is because he is the main and really one of the only scorers on that team, but he does it night in and night out. Well, that that's the, the thing. If you're playing Brown City, you're game planning for Muxlow. They don't have a Stanley this year. You know, it was different last year. You had to pick your poison. Right. There, there's no poison to pick here. You, you, we've got to stop Gaden Muxlow or right. we're doomed, and nobody's been stopping them. No. And Brown City's rolling. Yeah. Yeah. They are, I mean, 15-1. and one. And you lose a guy like Curtis Stanley, and you think, all right, maybe they take a small step back, but. Brown City's had their uh, had their hand around the throat of the rest of the GTC East all year long. Yeah, they, they've been going at it. Speaking of other uh, GTC East score from Monday, Ubley uh, takes out a little rage on Marlette. Seventy three to thirty one was the final. All right, we had a lot of basketball action uh, last night around the area. I want to start at uh, North. We'll start at the top of the MAC and work our way down. Uh, I, let's start at Northern. No Tyler Jamison for a second straight game, um, and he's probably going to be out for a few more games. Um, 68-61, they beat Gross Point North. They were down nine in the fourth quarter, and the freshman did it again. And that just did it. Came back and win by seven, 68-61. That's a 16-point tur- turnaround. In, a, in eight minutes. Alex Jameson, 22. Cam Haru, 18. Amir Moreland, 16 and 8 assists. He has to be averaging the most assists per game in in the area. I mean, I feel like we're talking about him near 10 assists a night. And if a a kid has five assists, you're like, wow, that was a really nice game. And he's getting 8, 10, 12 assists on a nightly basis. He's had 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 close to 30 in the last three games. And now he's doing it without the, the main main scorer. Yeah. 
but Alex Jamison has stepped into the role. Cam Haru has stepped up. I mean, even Luke Maher adding seven points, that makes a that was the difference That's in the, the game. difference in the game, yeah. And if I told you a week ago, hey, Northern doesn't get Tyler Jamison for New Haven and they don't get him for Gross Point North. You know what? Uh, can we get a split, please? Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. And instead, they win both 10 and 0 in league. We looked it up in MAC conference games. They are now they have now won 22 straight conference games. That is that's a pretty solid streak. That's over two years of, of conference games. Yeah. And the only reason it doesn't sound as impressive is because Croslex had won 50 in a <laughs> row. Granted, they play a few more each year. And their but, league doesn't change from year to year. Like, Northern has changed leagues. Yeah, they went up. They went undefeated in the Mag Blue. That was the first time they had ever gone unbeaten in conference play. Then they go up a division and do it again in back-to-back years. And they, they get across the finish line without Tyler Jamison. I mean, what, what else can you say? They find new ways to impress. Because, hey, you do it for one game, all right. You rally the troops, and you can, hey, you get it done for a night. But to do it twice, that's a big-time win for Port here on Northern. And again, showing that these freshmen aren't insulated by Tyler. They are compliments to Tyler. Yeah. Um, th- this, this is some, I mean, Tyler goes out, and Alex now has 50 points in the last two games. And again, Amir Moreland is some nights the most athletic player on the floor. He is. Yeah, he doesn't do anything that looks routine. No, but he makes it look routine. It's easy See, for him, but you go, how does a kid do that? I'm going to compare him to another good player in the area, a really good player in the area, and they do things completely differently. He is the antithesis of Connor Rosenau. Where Connor Rosenau, everything he does is pretty smooth. He gets things done. But there's never that play you go, that's going on Sports Center. That's but at the end of the night, he has 14 points, eight rebounds, a couple steals, a block, and he's the the driving force in the game. And he plays really solid defense. Where Amir Moreland can put up similar numbers, but he doesn't make anything look easy. <laughs> Everything's a incredibly looking play. And they both get the same results, just in very different ways. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amir is flashy is definitely a adjective that you will use watching Amir Morales. And it doesn't feel like he's trying to do it. Like he's not. And it's not out of control. He's not hurting them, throwing the ball right. in the stands. Do, he doesn't make mistakes like that. Well, yeah, and it's not like he's driving to lane going, all right, I'm going to do a double clutch reverse layup for the bucket. He just makes the adjustment. He's a smart player because he knows how he has to make the adjustments and he controls his body well. And then again, Cam, how are you? 18 points again. If if Amir Moreland and Alex Jamison just poof, didn't exist, we'd be talking about Cam Haru as the best freshman in a long time, maybe outside of Tyler Jamison. But he's sharing it with them, and they're doing a great job, and they each have all stepped up in a big, big way in the absence of their senior. You know what I like about all three of them? They're all good shooters. Like, mm-hmm. they can all stand out there at the three-point line and knock them down, but they also all get down the lane and get to the basket and can score that way. They're not one-dimensional players. They're not. It's not all in the post or all outside the line. It's, oh, you're going to come out and guard me? I'm going right. to blow by you and get to the basket. Oh, you're going to sag back? Okay, I'll stand out here and I'll knock it down. You know, they're... <laughs> There hasn't been a team that I can remember. Like, even the Cross-Lex teams had this, but not to this degree. Northern just has a swagger about them. Like, they have that attitude of, all right, you're going to play basketball against us, and you're going to lose. We're going to run up and down. I don't care that these kids aren't in driver's training yet. We're still going to beat you, and it doesn't matter what you say or what you do. Yeah, you want to guard us on the three-point line? Cool, we'll, we'll get layups and and ones. All right, you want to seg back, bang, three, three, three. All right, now you're down 12. Thanks for coming. Uh, and, and, uh, and I'm going to say this too, right coach for the right job because you know, I've heard Brian Jamison get loud, mm-hmm. but Brian Jamison is actually one of the calmer guys on, on the bench Sometimes he'll shout out the the official, but he's not mm. demonstrative. He'll stand there with his arms folded, and he'll go, no, that wasn't the right call, and then that's the end of it. Right. Well, uh, 20 and years you s- learn how to work the officials. He, he's the same thing in his huddle. Even when he doesn't like what's going on, 
He'll get loud. He'll get the message across, but he's not jumping up and down, lighting his hair on fire kind of a guy, which, you know, kids see calm, authoritative. Mm -hmm. They listen. They learn. Right. Um, And I just just think we got to give some credit to, yeah, you got a lot of talent, and you say it's easier to coach when you got talent. Sometimes it isn't because talent sometimes brings egos, and you don't see any of that at Northern. Everybody knows their role. And that's why they're fit, what, 15-1 and one now? Yep. Because if there were egos, there would have been games they lost this year. Yep. All right. Uh, talk about a team that's starting to get a little swagger, Brady. Uh, Port here in High Big Reds are the undisputed Max Silver champs. That's how this all played out. By the way, looked it up. I'm calling it. Unless they tied for an EML title one year, n- there's never been a year where Northern Boys and Port Huron Boys have both won a league title in basketball. Now, this is the Big Reds first since 2004. Right. So they waited a long time. It was actually the 0405 season, so I guess 05 technically, but it started in 04. But anyway, well, I digress. At, at, at halftime, Marine City was putting up a fight. It was 29-21 at, at the break. The, the The second half, the Big Red said, none of this. We're, we're the league champs. And uh, they uh, won the third quarter 27-5. They took the second half 41-6. And they won the game 70-27. And uh, they go 8-2 and two in the league. And there weren't going to be any ties there were they knocked down 10 threes last night brady the the big reds uh, i've seen them make three pointers i've not seen them make 10 no and that was the biggest difference from the start of the year to the end of the year i know the opponents were tough at the beginning of the year they couldn't shoot their way out of the paper bag the first month of the season they they really just couldn't and that was one of the biggest things that that sunk them is that they couldn't shoot and that they didn't open up the lane. And now, after that 1-4 start, they're 10-7 and seven and league champs. Um, at one point in the first quarter, I said, and your score is Connor Rosenau 12, Marine City 5. <laughs> he scored 20 last night, but he scored the first 12 points for his team and kind of set the tone for the game. And then everybody else started to work themselves into it. Garrett James hit four threes, finished with 16 points. Benjamin was very active. He had eight points. He had to have 15 rebounds last night. And you notice him a lot, especially with a Marine City team that doesn't have a lot of great size. He takes away a lot of the paint. I want to go through what PH has done and where in years past they would have tripped up, but a mature team that battled through adversity didn't. So they, so they get the three-game winning streak after starting off one and four. They're back to 500. They blow the game at Madison Heights in overtime, 64-57. And you're like, they could have put a stranglehold on the league with that win. They're going down to Lakeview. That's a spiral spot. That's where, they, where a lot of teams let one mistake or one bad game become two. They go down to Lakeview and beat them by 10. Choke them out. Get a convincing win I'd say 10 points on the road's a convincing win so then they come back beat Marine City go to Marysville they they struggled for a bit at Marysville you were at that game weren't you Dennis yeah and for three quarters Northern or or PH was struggling with Marysville now Grant we'll talk about Marysville in a second they have improved tenfold since the beginning of the year but they pull that one out they don't lose a game they shouldn't Go to St. Clair, and they lose a 39-36 game. That was just a good basketball game. Hey, two good teams play. You were three points worse on that night. You had a look at the buzzer. It didn't go, okay, it happens. Then you host Madison, and it's the start of, hey, you have back-to-back games at home. You win these two, you essentially clinch a league title. And Madison comes up, and you're losing in the fourth quarter. But what do you do in the mo- closing seconds? Hit a couple of big free throws escape with that win all right now you set up the big game with Lakeview and they come into town and hey this is the biggest game you've played 10 years since the 14-15 season when they were in a district title against Dakota okay so they come into town and what happens in the first half their best player looks like Steph Curry and is not missing he has 20 points and you're down at half how do you respond 
What was the second half score of that Lakeview game? Uh, Twenty-nine to ten. Their their last their last two second halves are are seventy to fifteen. <laughs> Big Reds. <laughs> yeah, twenty-nine to ten on Friday, forty-one to six last night. Both in essentially league championship games. Yeah, so uh, seventy to sixteen. Yeah, that is that is a championship way to shut it out. I mentioned four or five different times in the league in ten games. They could have tripped over themselves, and if they fall one of those times, they are at least sharing a league title. Instead, they rise to the occasion time and time again and get big wins. And, yeah, I don't don't care that they lost to Lons Cruz because they bounced back and win 70-27, to and now they're 10-7. and They'll have some tough games. Hey, later this week they have Romeo at home. If you want to eat, to be honest, if you want us to think you have a chance in that district, which is... Outside of Northern, the other teams are as down as they've been. You have to beat Romeo at home. Now, okay, you've won the league. Hey, congratulations. Celebrate it. That is awesome. Stay focused. No one can take that away from you. Beat Romeo at home and send a message. Send a message that you want that rematch with Northern. No, nobody's going to pick you to beat Northern. But if you beat Romeo, a common opponent with the two, all right, now... Now we're going, maybe it'll be a little more interesting than we think. Well, hey, uh, sometimes being the underdog allows you to relax. No pressure, no expectation. You can just go out and play basketball. Right. It's no pressure. So follow up the league title with a solid non-league win. And if you really want to follow it up, Dennis, I know you don't love the MAC tournament, but wouldn't it send a message to win the MAC tournament after winning the league and be truly undisputed kings of the hill in the silver? Well, I mean, they won that league, so they've got to be one of the favorites, right? Well, they're going to start by playing Madison at home next week. But we know that's not an easy game. We we saw last year Northern tripped up in their opener in the MAC tournament to Cousineau. Yeah, Cousineau played stupid for two days. Right. <laughs> True. And but Madison still. has that capability. Madison's a but really. But so did the Big Reds. Just, just saying, Port Huron has been a great story this this year, and we weren't sure what they were going to be. Because remember, Dennis, the first two games, I think they combined for like 75 turnovers. They were not a good basketball team the first couple weeks of the season. No, the, the, there was a reason they were off to a 1-4 and four start. No. And it was because, yeah, they, they that were Utica the ball game the stands a lot. was a tough watch. They, I'll give them all the credit in the world. They've improved. They've... Uh, some of the players that needed to step up have. Yeah, the, they found their – James started the season cold. And Benjamin and, found his role. And, and uh, he's he's got his rhythm shooting the ball now. Rosenau, we, we thought that Connor had the ability to have these games. Uh, and in the, the two biggest games for them, 36 points. And now, every time they go back in that gym, it'll say 2023 up on that banner. And they can't take that away. Banners fly forever. Yeah. I hope they get that banner up quick, too. Yeah. Number one, it's they've been a long time waiting to to put something like that on a banner. Get it up there quick. Let those kids enjoy it. You know what's funny? Just going around to, to gyms in, in the area. I obviously, when I go to especially road games, I love when you walk in. Like Madison was a great example. You walked in, and they have a trophy case with every trophy that school has ever won right there, and it tells you so much of the history. All their banners are there, but I think it says a lot about a school how quickly they update their banners. If You know what? Hey, if it's you want a football tr- ban- or won a league title in football and it's basketball season it's not updated, yeah, you're not going to get it done in a month. But when I know a, a school's won a league title like two years ago and I look up and it's still not updated, just a, I don't know. It just sends a, a weird message to me. It sends the message that it's not that important. Right. So I, I like when you go in there and you can basically – the gym should tell the history of athletics at a school. Like you should be able to just look around a gym during a JV game and get a fairly good idea of what that school's athletic history has been. Yep. Because, I mean, Port Huron does a, a pretty decent job. They have those those footballs from, like, pre-World War II when they <laughs> won their state titles in, like, 1938. Yeah. But they have it up there. It's, it's t- tells them about the school. Anyone that goes to a game will see that and know what they did. They have trophy cases 
full of trophies they've won from 40 years ago. MLA City has a really nice one, too. Yes, they do. Where it's just like a 15-foot-tall thing, and they have trophies on top of trophies. And if you won one in 1952, that's next to one that you won in 2002. So, anyway, that was my side tangent. Let's, right. let's move on to the final meeting between St. Clair and Marysville in the St. Clair gym. Dennis, that gym opened in 1962, and 61 years later, these two teams play their final game, and it was a fitting game to send it out. No, it wasn't. These two teams had losing records. St. Clair obviously is better than their record shows. Marysville's improved a ton. After a quarter, it was 13-13. After a half, it was 20-20. After three quarters, it was 33-33. Midway through the fourth quarter, it was a two-point St. Clair lead, and Marysville just ran out of gas. Uh, 50-41, to 41, St. Clair beat Marysville. Uh, Cole Horan led with 14. Cooper Pennywell, I believe, had 15 points in the win. I believe 14 rebounds as well. But let me tell you this. We'll talk about St. Clair because, you know what, they, they didn't play great, but they got the win. But Marysville is much improved, and Makai Radford, who did not has not played for I believe all the season. Maybe he got in a couple times just to warm up a bit. But as as far as I know, his first real game back, he makes a huge difference for Marysville. Had he played the whole year, Dennis, we'd be talking about him as one of the best sophomores in the area. He scored four points, but I will tell you what: he is the biggest calming presence. He is the best ball handler Marysville has and when St. Clair tried to pressure didn't turn it over didn't panic he is a heck of a basketball player he's the same kid that last year started the year on freshman basketball and by the end of the season was starting in a district playoff game he's a kid to look out for for Marysville that with a really solid crop of seniors leaving this year he might be sneaky if he can keep improving next year. He might be one of those dudes, has a lot of work to do, and it's not going to just be handed to him. But if he keeps putting that work in, you have a nice little core with him. Cole Horan had 14 points. He hit four threes. I think three of them went right down the middle. Uh, well, t- again, he doesn't have to worry about bringing the ball up the court. No. He can just go find his spot, get open, and then get you the ball. And defensively, you can't. Because by the end of the game, St. Clair was no catching Haran. They they put, I think it was Nesbitt on him and just said, he doesn't touch the ball. I don't care if he's standing at half court. You're face guarding him. And that that's the ultimate sign of respect when a coach says, he doesn't, he doesn't touch the ball. But those two, Zach Winston didn't play last night, but those are all sophomores. Jake Dysinger is another sophomore that has some potential. R.J. Clark's a junior. He shows a little bit of flash in the post. I don't know. This is a Marysville team that, in the first game of the season, scored eight points. Now they go to their rival, St. Clair, who has been playing really well since the new year and nearly upsets them. They were leading in the fourth quarter. I know the record won't say much, but I'm telling you, from game one to, to game, what is that, 17, Marysville has made leaps and bounds of improvement. It's been a very marked improvement. St. Clair, by the way, I mean, uh, Penuel had 15. France had 10. Penuel has been maybe, him and Essien might be battling for breakout player. The the biggest surprise in the area because Penuel, I think he played a little last year. Like, he was the, he was the, what, the third big man? He might have been a fifth quarter guy, but he didn't play a lot. Essien was a player, but you know he wasn't a guy we were coming into this year saying are going to be going to be a big factor. And Penuel has become a double double machine. He took the opportunity when Hunter Richardson got hurt and just grew from it. Essien only had five points, but he hit the biggest three of the night when he tied it at the buzzer at the end of the third quarter and ended an 8-0 run. Uh, in the quarter for St. Clair to come back because Marysville looked like they were going to go in the fourth up big, and they stormed back. I don't know. Those two players have been really nice for St. Clair, and then Braylon France has been steady. He's becoming the guy that everyone defensively focuses on him because you can't let him get open. 
Yeah, and he's he's just going to keep getting better, and the numbers are going to get bigger and bigger for him because, again, he's another one of those guys that makes you forget he's a freshman. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, if you took away the Northern team, we'd be talking about Braylon France. We'd be going crazy about this freshman. But Yeah, if we did a rookie of the year, our, our first off, our ballot would have like 10 guys on it. Right. And then, yeah, that that I don't want to be a part of that argument. No, picking who's, nope. who's the I best would just freshman. Go, I don't like ties, but I'd say yeah, four way tie. <laughs> Sorry, nope. Like they are all good enough to win. Like if you yeah, we're, space we're going, these out, we're going Max Silver on this one, and we're going to say there's going to be a four way tie, but eventually we'll pick a winner. Oh yes, but <laughs> like if you spaced out these freshmen over four years, it would be the era of the freshmen. But I, I just hope they keep working on it and they keep improving because it has been ridiculous. Uh, I think that's it for the for our main max scores. Yeah, uh Utica beat Anchor Bay 47-38 um and Romeo beat New Haven 69 to 62. Tell you, PH send a message. Beat Romeo at home. Going to turn a few heads with 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 a win like that. All right, it was a busy night in the uh the BWAC. Crosslex has got a certain game circled on their schedule, and they're leading a a path of burnt destruction along the way as they try to get to that date. (laughs) Algonac was the latest victim, 77-42 Pioneers. I mean, Algonac's struggling. Crosslex is not. So, yeah. Uh. But you look, since losing to Richmond, it's been scorched earth for Crosslex in their games. You want the exact scores? Yeah, go ahead. All right, the exact scores since they lost to Richmond. North Branch, 69-35. Armada, 65-39. That's a good Armada team. Yale, 35-27 in what was a weird game, but they still got the win. Algonac, 77-42. Yeah, that's kind so of they, They've had stir. three 30-point wins out of four games, and the like you say, the Yale game... Yale used a lot of clock. Yes, that was a deliberate game plan from Yale. They go to Emily City Friday, Dennis. I'll be there for that. That's going to be an interesting one because Emily City took one on the chin, losing to Armada 61-41. Is this a good showing from Armada or is this a bad showing from Emily City? Or a combination of both, because when when you go and you, you look at the schedule for the night, they're good matchups. But you're like, ooh, Armada Emily City. That's probably the game of the night, and it ended up really not being a game at all. Well, Armada very quietly has a really nice combo or trio. Andrew Snezak is one heck of a player. You pair him with with Justin Chapman. You got two bigs that are going to be problems, and Sneezak can handle the ball, but Chapman is maybe one of the more underrated players in the area. Like he is a really solid yeah. big, and he he always, he gets himself in a, in good spots because he always seems to be in the right place at the right time. He has a high basketball IQ, and then you add Camden Coon, who no isn't the best guard in the area, but he's a really nice complement to those two, and is a. Very nice piece for Armada. Those three on any night can go off, and we've seen Armada score in the 70s, score in the 60s against MLA City. MLA City's been a weird case where there's games where you go, that's that's not a great showing from the Spartans, and there's other nights, like they're coming off a game against Richmond where they were fighting tooth and nail with the Blue Devils. Yeah, the, uh, again, and uh, we know that they've got pieces there. Um, mm-hmm. Bohundas had a, a great season Nash for them. Nash. The, and, and they lost a lot of guys. But they other people have stepped in, and Imlay City has been playing everybody tough. Uh, a week or so ago, they were sitting there 5-1 and one in the BWAC. Um, and so, I, again, not that Armada won. Because I think Armada is good enough to beat Emily City. I also think Emily City is good enough to beat Armada. So that surprise. I thought this would be the closest game of the night. I thought sixty-one to fifty-six, sixty-one to fifty-nine, right? Something like that. But when I saw sixty-one to forty-one, I'm like, either Armada was really good, or Emily City didn't bring the A game and had an, an off night, or it was just a combination of both. Yeah, well, you should have known it wasn't going to be the closest game of the night because Elmont played. 
67-56. It was technically a double-digit game, but they beat North Branch by 11, and not a nice win for Almont against an improved North Branch team. Uh, and, and an Almont team that, again, doesn't get talked about a lot because they're kind of in the middle of the, the pack in a BWAC that's kind of top-loaded right now. Uh, and speaking of top-loaded, the team at the top is Richmond, and uh, they handled Yale 58-44. to Daquan Haskins with 19, Carl Stevens with 12, Sebastian Mays with 10, and another Blue Devil victory. Sebastian Mays might be thrown in as one of the more underrated players because Stevens and Haskins steal the show with, with what they do. But much like you said about Chapman, Mays knows just where to go. Um, who was it? Uh, the big kid from Northern, um, Ryan Neal or O'Neal or uh, McNeil. Mick McNeil was his name. And he is in a similar vein where, hey, he's working with scorers. He knows just to get in the get to the block, know where the defense is going to rotate, go where they're not and get the dump off and lay it up and in. It sounds simple and it looks simple, but. You got to get it done, and if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. But a big guy that grabs a lot of rebounds, that is able to be a very nice piece with them, Mays is a little more important to that team than you might think. Because if there's not that dump off option, then teams are really crashing hard on Haskins, on Stevens, and he's a reason why those guys end up with five, six assists at the end of the night. All right, um, I got a couple more boy scores. Uh, I want to talk about Mooney a little bit, and then there were some hockey games. But we'll take our final break, and then we'll do that. <clears throat> excuse me. In the last, you're gonna seg- make it to the last, the segment? last segment, where I promise I'll have my voice back. Buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, 
Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. All right, we've been, uh, you know, on the uh, the Mooney's got to get over the hump uh, bandwagon uh, here. This is a nice win for them. They beat Clarkston Everest, a big rival for them, and a team that they lost to earlier in the year. 52-44 to 44 last night. Brian Everhart, 22 points. He's been back for three games, Brady, and he's been making an immediate impact on is, what this team's been doing. Is it that simple of saying they lost a really good player in Brian Everhart, and now that he's back and he's playing seemingly at full force, that they're a different team? Is it? Are we just overcomplicating it and it's that simple? It could be. I mean, it could be because... When you get a guy that does something, and in Everhart's, he's a shooter. He'll get into the corner or out on the wing, and he'll start knocking down threes. It opens stuff up. Now Dom Cadavera's got 10 points, 9 rebounds, 5 blocks. Which he's shown he can do throughout the year. Hilliker had 10 points, but that's an 8-point win over an Everest team, and they desperately needed a win. You know, Trent Rice has had a bad season shooting the basketball, but we know he's a good player. Right. And watch out, teams, if he figures it out and shots start dropping for him. Again, the most important thing for Mooney is getting hot at the end of the season and playing your best basketball in March. That's the goal right now. Um, and to, to me, that, that's, that's, I'm going to put that on the quality win list, um, and, and that's, that's a good ball game for them. And I know they lost the Loyola game, but they, they felt – Really positive things coming out of that game. And you game. needed this win to almost uh, validate that effort against um, against Loyola. Because if you don't, if you lose this game, then it's like, all right, we played well and lost, and it didn't really mean anything. Yeah. Uh, Dryden beats Peck 56-45 last night. Dalton Semph had 14 more. Brady Babcock with uh, 12 for Peck in that one. And one other uh, score from up in the thumb, Deckerville beats Mayville 68-49, to and that actually rounds out boys basketball just from last night. We had a lot last night, which I guess we uh, front-loaded it because there's nothing going on tonight on Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday's the start the of the MAC night. tournament. And, yeah, it's kind of getting to that weird point in the season where League title races are wrapping up. You're playing those almost district tune-ups, and you're shifting focus. It's almost like the third act of the play. The first one is the preseason. Hey, everyone's trying to figure out what the team is. Any matchups interesting because you want to see what these new pieces are, how have players improved, are these players worth the hype. Then you get into the second act, which is league play. And we just had a pretty fun ending in the MAC for, for some of our titles. BWAC still has a little bit to go. I mean, we're going to have Crosslex Richmond Part 2, which I can't wait for. Yeah, and that's basically going to We're going to have MLA City North Branch and girls. We're going to make sure we're in MLA City that night, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But now for the MAC teams, they're kind of shifting to, all right, we need to prepare for districts. And it's a weird feeling preparing for districts because you have, well, right now, almost a month to start shifting your focus to that. I know you have the MAC tournament, but... Yeah, you shift into districts, and you prepare for that, and it can be over like that. Like you, you at least the league you have the you know you're getting the ten games, the districts. You can prepare, prepare, and you're done on Monday night. Yeah, um, I want to unless you got a final thought on basketball because I nope, go co- ahead, go to hockey. Going to have a lot of hockey coming up the next couple of days. I got a triple header tomorrow uh, at uh, McMoran Arena, PH at four o'clock. Northern at 6 o'clock, Marysville at 8 o'clock. Northern and Marysville both played last night. They were good hockey games. Uh, Northern lost to St. Clair Shores Unified 3-2. to two. Bryson Smith had a goal and an assist. Tim Monahan had a goal and an assist. Northern's starting to play a little better now. They're not getting the, all the results that, that they want, Brady, but they're competitive in games again, um, and Baumgarten coming back has kind of solidified the goaltending and they're 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 playing better hockey games. Uh, Unified didn't have Klein last night, who I think is their best player. 
Uh, I don't know where where he was or, or what was going on, but still, um, they're a good team, and so this is a good hockey game. And Marysville and Legion had a great game last I, night. Why do I feel like they play one of these a year? Where yeah. it's just a knockdown because didn't they tie last year? Yeah, or? they they had a tie early in the season at McMoran. I think it was three to three. Or yeah, something they like that. they play a thriller once a year. It's a rule. Yeah, uh, Legion scored late to tie it. Marysville seconds left. Scored in overtime to win it five to uh, four up in Sandusky. Ben Lavalley had a hat trick for the uh, the Vikings. Noel Lavalley had a goal and two assists. And, and something that we said way back at the beginning. Where was Marysville going to get that secondary stuff? Brody tough and a goal and an assist last night. When the Vikings get that, they're tough to uh, beat. Caleb Lettner, two goals, two assists. Chase Talaski had two goals and an assist. The two goals for Lettner were number 36 and 37, so he's tied the Legion record for goals in the season, and he's going to shatter it. Uh, and he's going to break well, it Gallagher's, their next yeah. game. According to him, they, he broke it. He said the record was 35, but either way, he's going well, to have I, the According record. to the, the hockey hub, somebody had 37 for them in a season. Oh, well, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I misread it. But um, either way, a record-breaking year for Lettner. And yeah, he just he's keeps... going to get another goal, so it's we won't be disputing <laughs> right. it for very long. It's not, it's not like this was the last game of the year. This wasn't the, the, the district where he needed it uh, for for everything. So, um, yeah, the, according to Gallagher, it was 35 and now with 37. But either way, like you said, he's going to get past 40. Yeah. And it's, which is a stupid amount of goals for a high school hockey season. Actually, I should look and see how many games he's got left because – he scores basically two a game on average, and he and he's had like I think three or four four goal games this season. He might get to fifty. That is not <laughs> out of not the out realm of, the question. of possibility. Um, it's it's not out of the uh, the question. What he needs thirteen more. Let, let's see. Let's see what the state has again. Not oh, only. I know the, the like the state record is in the nineties. No, no, I'm saying like the states <laughs> what ha, they have for the schedule. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. The hockey hub will have um, if the Wi-Fi wants to work today. All right, the end of the season. Um, why does it only have games played? All right, anyway, sorry that was that was great podcasting. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just lists the games that are completed. Why? Oh, I don't know. They don't have like a schedule or you know, a result page. Oh, why does it go? It doesn't load to the current season. No, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Load that, the so that's why season. it loaded. So yeah, again, more, more great podcasting. Um, do, do, <laughs> in the do, meantime, do, do. Port Huron against Lance Cruz Unified. Four games left in the regular season. So that's eight goals. Uh, Lakeshore Bay Area Mid Michigan Tawas. Yeah. So okay. So that that's what, what Lakeshore is. That that's not Saint Clair Shore. It has to be Saint Clair Shores Unified, no, I, right? There's. I think there's another. There's Lake Shore Stevenson Lakeshore, but that's but that's three and a half hours away. Well, they play a lot of games like that. Uh, not wrong. <laughs> um, so Landscrews Unified uh, against uh, PH at four o'clock uh, on Thursday. Then at six o'clock it's Northern De La Salle, and then at eight o'clock it's Marysville Wald Lake West. And then I got a doubleheader on Saturday, Northern Cranbrook at 1 and Marysville, Dakota at 3. So five hockey games coming up in a three-day stretch. Um, So I'll have a lot of hockey to close out the week, which is good because I feel like since Christmas, there have been a lot of hockey. They've either been on the road or the games have been on nights where we had basketball we just couldn't ignore. Right. So we'll be back. I believe I'll have some Mac girls basketball. Yeah, tomorrow. we still haven't picked a game it's, for you to go to. Uh, yeah, because the tournament wasn't decided till like yesterday. So uh, I'll figure it out. I think I'll end up at Marysville because they're at home. I know uh, Marysville or Marine City and St. Clair or are at home, but we'll have to double check to make sure that like PH and Northern. I know had a possibility of playing again with the uh, with the consolation bracket. The the max doing with girls. So I will figure that one out and I will be somewhere. But yeah, nothing on Wednesday, a rare Wednesday off. Usually Wednesdays are busy. Yeah. Usually but, we're like, ah, there's four games we want to cover. Which two do we go to? Exactly. 
but I'm not I'm not complaining. As you could hear from my voice this morning, hmm. I'm going to need to rest up um, for tomorrow. Anyways. Yeah, not a bad time to rest up. Yeah. So, anyways, unless you got something else, I know you said there was a four-two basketball game. Oh, yeah, in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, <laughs> four to two <laughs> basketball. Yeah, I'm assuming it was two stubborn coaches standing there. <laughs> Like there again, the, the the little chaotic gremlin in my brain wants to see that happen one time, where both coaches just stand there and figure out how I'm going to fill 32 minutes of standing there. <laughs> I might like if that happened. I know you had to do it for what, like a quarter one time when you got uh, started. Well, and, and again, the teams weren't stalling, but one night very early, it might have been my first year of doing it. I had a girls' basketball game that at halftime was one to nothing. Really. A girl made a free throw just before the half, but it was because they were they were two bad teams and they're turning the ball over and missing easy shot, missing layups, missing everything. But like if two t- <laughs> like let's say last night St. Clair and Marysville were just stalling like this, after about minute five, I might just call people over and say, "All right, who wants to come on with me and figure out a way to <laughs> at least make it somewhat entertaining." <laughs> Because I had a hard enough ball. time with three minutes in the Croslex-Ferndale game. <laughs> Imagine 16. Well, I, I think it came at a good time for you in that Croslex game because you had blown out your voice in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. Game. Anyway, uh, we'll be <laughs> you back were, Friday. You were amped up for that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Friday, hopefully Welper will be on this Friday for the draft. I know I keep promising it. Come on, it Welper. Will, but it will come at some point. Get it together. And, yeah, I think that's it for today. If he reneges again, he can't win the first pick. <laughs> that's his punishment. Yeah, that's his punishment. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.